0: Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well, now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement. I hope you're having a great day. I saw this podcast last night and I never, I've never watched or, or, excuse me, listened to it before. And the guest on there said, and, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact quote, why do we take risk when we don't have to? And it made me think, why, why take on risk in our life when it comes to our financial matters if we don't have to? And I thought about it. We all talk about credit, we all talk about getting loans or a mortgage or whatever. What do the banks and <clears throat> excuse me, the banks and the lenders do? They hedge their risk. If you're not in within a category that they feel is safe, they don't take you on. So why do we as individuals decide that we want to chase the Joneses, rack up debt? And then expect not to have any risk, or I call it, financial stress from those actions. For me, I'm, I'm dumbfounded because I think about it myself and I take risks financially in my businesses, but I try not to take any within my personal finances because I know those are critical to me and they also are near and dear to my heart the business risks are to help others. I'm willing to step out a little bit further to help somebody to become a homeowner. Those are risks to me. But I think those are calculated risks that can go a long ways. But back to us, I guess the question is, why do you take on so much financial risk in your life? If you do, if you're carrying debt, why do you take on That's a question I'd love to have answered from you guys. Just for the simple fact, I don't know why. For myself, I've had up and downs with credit and taking on debt. And I'm not the type that wants to take it on. Yes, I have a mortgage, but I'm not racking up credit card debt and I'm not racking up student loan debt and I'm not racking up car debt. I'm trying to... Stay focused on a debt-free life, which I can't be completely debt-free because I have a mortgage. But why do you take on financial risk? Have you ever thought about if you actually don't take on the financial risk? How much more money you'll have on a monthly basis? And you can save up to buy things or to go do things. And you never have to worry about somebody taking your stuff away from you. So guys, love to hear your thoughts. Why do you take on financial risk? And see where it goes. It's a good conversation piece. I'd like, would love to have some answers because I'd like to learn and understand different perspectives. I want to talk about thinking like the bank or think like the bank. When you go get a loan for whatever you're getting, a mortgage, a car, uh, RV, ATV, whatever, Do you think the bank is going to unnecessarily take on risk that they don't think is going to pay off? And do they put themselves in a debt situation to where they're not able to make their payments on a monthly basis? More than likely, very highly likely, not. So why do we as individuals, families, whatever, make a decision that we want to chase the Joneses and bring on that additional financial stress? Why pay even though you can? When, if you took some time and patience and saved the money up over a period of time, you could get that same thing. It just wouldn't be that instant gratification. I've been there, guys, chasing the Joneses, living payment to payment. Even though I had the means to do it, I still didn't have enough money left over. I didn't have enough money saved up in an emergency account or a savings account, however you want to do that. I wasn't maximizing my 401k or my investments. I wasn't working within the stock market. And some people say, hey, I don't want to do those things. That's great. But how are you going to pay for your future? Social security and the craziness in Washington might not be around for individuals that are less than 50 years old right now, including me. So what am I doing? I'm finding a way to change that and make my own financial world. And the only way to do that is to stop living to make payments. I have a mortgage. It's not paid off. I'm going to find a way. I'm finding a way to pay it off, but it's going to take some time. But everything else outside of that is eliminated. I'm not out buying cars. I'm not out spending up a a ton of cash on toys or RVs or, or whatever. I'm just trying to make sure that I put money away to save to make sure I've got a roof over my head. I got clothes on my back, food on my table, and I can enjoy life and not have to worry about anything being taken away from me because I didn't make a payment. And it's tough right now. Inflation is at 7.9%. We'll have a new reading here. It probably will go up. You have gas prices hitting all-time high. Some states, it's over $5 a gallon. I was talking to a gentleman yesterday that was here at my house doing some painting on my uh, wall outside, and he does piecework. And he says, I'm spending 30 to $40 a day in gas. 30 to $40 a day in gas. And he just had a little Nissan Nothing Crazy. And he says, it's cutting into my numbers. And I, I don't know how much more I can go and do this because gas is just out of control here in Arizona. And I didn't ask his financial situation, none of my business. But if that is starting to eat away, are we going to start seeing more problems, repossessions, foreclosures, credit card defaults. I don't know. It's a possibility. But why be one of those people? What is it? What would it take to say I've had enough of making payments on a monthly basis to say that I want to live a life of financial freedom? Only you could answer that. For me, I got sick and tired of making payments and being stressed out monetarily every single month. In the end... It was the best thing I could ever do for myself. It took a huge burden off my back and it made me feel like a human being again. You might be saying, oh, we're making good dollars. Let me ask you a question. God forbid something happens health-wise or job-wise, the economy goes in a recession and you get laid off. What are you going to do then if you can't make those payments? You're going to lose those items, unfortunately. And that's sad. But you got to be prepared. Have an emergency fund for three to six months of living expenses. Make sure that what if you can live without the toys, which you should be able to, and you can find other ways to do it, sell them. Pay it off. Get a couple extra bucks. Put it in the bank. But only you can make that decision. If you want to continue in the lifestyle you're in, that's great. God bless you. If you want to change, that's even better. Because you're creating a more secure financial future for yourself. We talked about taking risk. Yesterday, we talked about being the bank or thinking like the bank. And today, I want to wrap it up to say action. The last piece is taking action. So if your action, if you're ready, you're there, your action is, how do I get myself in a better financial place? The number one thing that most people struggle with, including me, is putting a budget together. Excuse me, together. If you don't have a budget, you do not know what's coming in and what's going out. So how can you effectively manage your finances if you don't know where your money is coming from and where it's going? So I want to make this video short and sweet. Today, I challenge you over the weekend, you're ready to make change, you're ready to get out of debt, you're ready to be financially free, you're ready to not have to stress about inflation and gas prices affecting your bottom line and making sacrifices in your life. It all starts with your budget. It all has to be with your budget. You have to know what you're spending. Are you spending daily lunches, lattes, coffees, dinners, going out all the time, all those things add up. I was doing some of those things and I found that I actually could save on a weekly basis, $300. So that's $1,200 a month. So $1,200 a month can go a long ways. Think about $1,200 and what you actually, what you can actually save, put it in your emergency fund, start building that up three to six months. Of savings is what you really need. Or if you're at a point and you want to buy a house and you're starting to see the market turn and it's going to become softer, interest rates in the fours are still good. It's better than 100% of rent. You still need a budget. But you also need to figure out where you're at financially. You need to sit down with a lender or a mortgage broker and understand what you can qualify for. And if there's things that you have to improve on from your credit side, then we tackle those. They'll give you the reasons or they'll give you the ideas or the concepts that you need to do or they'll say, hey, unfortunately, we can't get you approved at this dollar amount, but if you do step one, step two, and step three, we can get that done. So two things for this weekend. You're ready for change. You're ready for financial freedom. Start with a budget. You're ready to buy a house. You got to start with a budget. You got to know exactly where it's at. And the other piece is is if you're buying a house, you've got to look at your debt to income ratio. And if it's north of 30% of what your gross home, your gross, excuse me, your gross income for the month versus what goes out in your bills, you're going to have to reduce your debt. So that means debt reduction. That means getting yourself out of debt, which all boils down to one thing, budget. Let's get right to it. Saw a couple articles over the weekend The first one is the Fed interest rates increasing over a period of time are going to start hitting us on the debt side, on your home equity lines of credit, your credit cards, your car notes, anything that's not fixed. Guys, the plan for this week is to talk about getting your payment plan together to be able to be debt-free and get yourself to financial freedom. That's number one. Number two, I read an article on the Wall Street Journal. I'll link it in the show notes and talked about how home builders, new home builders are putting escalator clauses into potential home purchases. And most people, when they come and see those and want to know how that's going to work, They basically walk away. Some people are actually staying for a period of time and then walking away because they can't get qualified for a mortgage. With that being said, guys, that's going to create three things that are going to happen. One, the housing market's going to slow down. Two, there's going to be standing inventory. And three, you're going to be able to find some pretty good deals on the market. Now, is this all going to happen overnight? No. It will happen over a period of time. But it's going to start happening because you can't keep on paying for something that continues to grow in price and also be able to stay in business, the home builders. So at some point, they're either going to price the houses so high, artificially high, that they know that they won't eclipse that mount, or they just slow down on building and hold back on building and realistically, guess what happens there? The market slows down. You have, you have less homes for sale, which in turn, people are going to want to potentially buy in a short period of time, and yes, I know, interest rates. It's at 4.5 right now, give or take a few dollars, or a few dollars, a few basis points when I recorded this morning, but at the end of the day, 4.5 is still cheaper than 100% rent. Rent is increased almost... year over year. That is more than what it would cost you to have or obtain a mortgage. So guys, two things this week, put your plan together, put your financial plan together to be able to get yourself out of debt and get financially free because inflation is here to stay and it's going to be painful for a while. Inflation doesn't just walk away five minutes later after it shows up. And two, if you're in the market to buy a house, you have a little more time, wait it out, start putting money aside, getting your finances together, because there will be options for you and they will be a lot better than they are today. I hope you guys have a good day, have a productive day.